0: Welcome to another episode of What They Aren't Telling You. My name is Melissa Floyd and you have found yourself here somehow by accident or by design right in the middle smack dab of my new podcast. And I want to actually update you guys on a few things really quickly because I want to let you know what's going on. So a couple of days ago, my account was restricted on Facebook. It was restricted because I shared a post. Okay, and I'm going to read to you exactly what the post was so that you're very familiar with what it is I got in trouble for. Okay, the date of my post was November 23rd but the restriction and suspension or whatever came a couple days later. So here was my post and let me tell you, my account has been restricted two times. Both times it has been something that was getting a lot of traction or a lot of shares. Okay, so keep that in mind. Anyway, I shared a tweet, so it was my tweet, but what I used was a quote, a direct quote from Dr. Richard Hodkinson, a pathologist, okay? He's also a CEO of a biotech company that makes coronavirus tests, okay? And just a little bit on his medical background, and this was what was in my post. He says, I'm a medical specialist in pathology, which includes virology. I trained at Cambridge University in the UK. I'm the ex-president of the pathology section of the Medical Association, I was previously an assistant professor in the Faculty of Medicine doing a lot of teaching. I was the chairman of the Royal College of Physicians of Canada Examination Committee and Pathology in Ottawa. But more to the point, I'm currently the chairman of a biotechnology company in North Carolina selling the COVID-19 test, okay? So he's a doctor, has a pretty long resume there on things that he's done. What he says, and this is the quote that I shared, and this is what he said November 20th, 2020. Positive test results do not mean a clinical infection. It's simply driving public hysteria. This is politics playing medicine, and that's a very dangerous game. Now, those were two separate quotes from his speech he gave that I put together. And I did a tweet about it. I shared it. I included his medical background. So a couple of days ago, I get a notification. And in that notification, it warned me that my account was going to be restricted from commenting or posting for 24 hours. Now, this has never happened to me ever. As much as I post and as long as I've had an account, I'm very careful about walking that line. And I'm also very careful in my own belief system about staying pretty mainstream with my questioning. And um, so I've never had my account restricted. I've had one warning about a month ago, but it never included the disabling of comments or posting. So that happened a couple of days ago. Now, meanwhile, in the background, for the last couple of weeks, I've gotten together, with a web designer and understanding that a lot of accounts have been deleted or removed or restricted, I thought about all of the work I've put into my social media accounts, not just through coronavirus, for those of you who are just newly following me, but I had done a lot of work in vaccine safety and informed consent research over the several years prior. And I, and you know, every time there's like a little post, it might just seem like it's a picture of a study and a couple paragraphs. I put a ton of time into that. I put a ton of time into finding the best image that I can use to cover whatever topic I am from the the best article source or study source or whatever, finding the links to back it up that I can add into the comment section. And then summarizing what I'm trying to say without just using a bunch of text from the quote or the article or whatever. I often am trying to raise a point, offer a question, facilitate the conversation. But that takes time because you're sitting there trying to take a big topic and narrow it down to one to two very easy to digest paragraphs. Paragraphs. So I've done this over the past at least two and a half years very consistently, and there's a lot of work that goes into that. And so one of the things I know I must do now is to save that content and have that content available on another platform that is not going to require the, quote, fact checkers gatekeeping that we currently see. So not only can you be shadow banned or reduce visibility or whatever, and you know, not being advertised or promoted or things like that. Not only do you have that, but on top of that, you have information that's being completely censored and being potentially restricted from even communicating. So I've been working with a guy and I'm really excited about this. Uh, so this is why I wanted to update you about what's going on. There's gonna be a new website coming. Okay, there's already a landing page there right now so that you can subscribe with your email to be on the list so as soon as this goes live you get immediate access to it and that way if something happens to me between now and then you'll have a way to contact me stay in touch with me and have access to my continuing information because I don't plan on stopping anytime soon so the website is called melissafortruth.com that's melissa the number four truth.com if you go there You should be able to get to that landing page right now where you can at least get a little quick overview of what I'm trying to do and add your email to the newsletter so that you can be connected despite what could happen over the next couple of weeks. So, let me tell you what I want to do with the site because this is really exciting. This is not just going to be like a website, here's my email. No, this is going to be state of the art. It's going to be an awesome location and platform where. We can have all of the content that I've done and will continue to do, it will be organized and it will be searchable. So if you want to find out all the times I've talked about aluminum, because remember, a lot of the articles and posts that I do, I'm referencing other articles and posts. And those other articles and posts have a lot of really good information in them. It's about the access to the other data that's, that's there as well. So, if you want to talk about aluminum, let's say you go into the search bar, type in aluminum, you'll see all the different times I've referenced aluminum. If you want to talk about the multi inflammatory syndrome in children, MIS C, you can see that. If you want to talk about vaccine doses, if you want to talk about the COVID vaccine, if you want to talk about mortality rate, if you want to talk about Bill Gates, if you want, you know, whatever it is that you want to talk about, you can search it and see that's a, a huge limiting factor of my social media right now. I get people that message me all the time. Have you ever talked about this? Yes, I did. Somewhere back in April, good luck searching it. I mean, you'll have to just scroll down a news feed over and over and over. Now, it's a little easier to do on Instagram because those photos take up a lot less space than scrolling on Facebook. But regardless, it's not so easy to find that information. So this is going to be great because all of the information is going to be organized somewhat and it's going to be searchable. Okay, so that's the first thing. All the content that I've done thus far will be somewhere. It will be somewhere safe. It will be somewhere that will not have reduced visibility. And it won't be blocked, shadow banned, fact checked, any of that kind of stuff. Okay, so again, it's melissafortruth.com. So on top of that, many of you guys have already ordered educational cards from me or sticky notes or podcast cards or my new What They Aren't Telling You notebooks that I signed to you. So many of you have already ordered those, some of you haven't and if you haven't, you can just message me directly on the What They Aren't Telling You Facebook page to order or contact me on social media and hope that the message gets through because sometimes they don't. But what this new website's gonna have, I'm gonna have a store directly located on my website. So no more little messages back and forth to me to order. You'll still be ordering through me because I handle all this, but you'll be doing it in a way where you can see all the different things on there You can see like packages or bundles that I'm doing. And I'll be able to email you guys when there's like something new in stock. Like I just did like there's another mask one that I want to do about the dangers of masks. So I just came out with my mask facts volume one, which is all about the reality as it relates to the construction of a mask and what they're able to do as far as filtering, including whether or not COVID is really traveling in respiratory droplets or in airborne particles. So that's a great new um, volume that I have mask facts. But I want to do a second one. And the second one is going to be some of the different dangers of masks and not in generalities, but actual specific dangers of extended mask wearing And, and maybe talking about the lack of science that they're safe in the first place. We're kind of experimenting here as we force everybody to do it for long periods of time. And then fingers crossed, I hope this doesn't turn out to be bad. Well, we already know there are some dangers there. So anyway, if you're part of the email newsletter, you'll be able to get notified that, oh, here's a new volume. The link will be right there. You'll go right to my store on my website. You'll be able to see the new volume, see the other volumes, see any bundles or packs that you can get together and order directly through there. The other added bonus is you'll be able to do credit cards there, which I can't do personally. So this is going to give everybody a lot of options. So that's the second thing. I'm going to have the first thing, I'm going to have all that information stored, accessible and searchable. The second thing, I'm going to have a store where everything is visible for you and all your educational products for your silent advocacy, for your rallies, for your protests, for your conversations with those around you so that you have these facts at your fingertips. You can also get like little podcast cards for me, business cards, if you want to promote this podcast and want to help people kind of get involved in the the critical thinking aspect of what's going on right now. So that's the second thing. The third thing and possibly the most exciting aspect here is I'm going to offer, for the first time, I'm going to offer subscriptions. Now these are content subscriptions. So you will be able to pick a tier a subscription tier and you will have certain access to information and exclusive content. Now this will be a monthly uh, tier, it could be $5, $10, $20, whatever. Uh, I haven't decided all the specifics yet. It's like a Patreon account which I was going to do ahead of time, but my awesome web guy decided, hey, let's, let's one up this, let's do one better, let's offer it directly through your website so you don't have to worry about the potential of a third party shutting you down because they don't like what you have to say. So there is going to be a monthly subscription service that's offered where you're going to have access to exclusive content, videos, calls with me, different things that we can offer based on the different tiers. And that's going to be exciting because that's going to get me into content creation mode. And it's going to be offering, you know, these diehard supporters, you know, those of you who have really stuck with me and supported me through all of this, it's going to be able to offer you more personalized stuff and um, not just whatever I post on Facebook that goes to everybody. So that's really exciting. And it's going to all be in one place. On top of that, of course, I will be sharing any videos and snippets and content from stuff I'm doing with Dr. Bob in our podcast tour. We're going to Nashville. And by the time this uh, airs, we would have already gone. But as I'm recording this, we're going tomorrow morning. I'm leaving at 6 in the morning to get to Nashville first time being there. So I'm very excited. And I will include some of those snippets and things on the website. And I will include, um, you'll be able to stream each one of these podcast episodes from what they aren't telling you directly from the website. You will be able to have access to locating the Vaccine Conversation podcast website as well as Immunity Education Group link if you want to go back over there for some vaccine information or donating to that nonprofit or whatever as well. And on top of all of that, I'm also going to release some music that I've been doing. I have two singles that I have worked on over the last year, year and a half, actually two years ago really now, that I will be able to release um, on there in a few months once it gets up and going. And that's going to be exciting. So it'll be a way for you to stream it, probably a way for you to download it there. And um, so it's going to have everything that I'm doing all in one place. And on all these articles, we're going to allow for comments. And these comments are only going to be allowed uh, by members. We're not going to have trolls coming in and out of there. And I will very heavily monitor what's going on. So if somebody gets out of control, they will be booted. We're going to have a level of a community here and interaction here because one of the things I love so much about you guys is you comment so thoughtfully and you comment so intelligently on my posts and you're bringing new things to the table, things to think about, things to check out, ideas, your own content. So that's pretty exciting. I don't want to lose that I don't want to just be posting myself and, you know, not have that aspect. So we're going to have the community aspect there as well. And then, of course, you'll be able to contact me for speaking engagements or for events that you want me to be at or you want to find out more about where I'm going to be. We'll have all of that there. So this is going to all be in one place. This is going to all be at melissafortruth.com. When you sign up for the email newsletter, you're part of the M4T Tribe, melissa for truth M4T Tribe. You will be part of the community. I really respect you guys. And um, while the technical name might be follower, I don't look at it that way. I look at supporter, peer, community. We're all in this, you know, together, but like the good way, not the Gavin Newsom way. So anyway, I wanted to give you that update about what's happening with this website because it's a huge undertaking and I'm really excited about it. It's going to take a few more weeks, so bear with me. To get this all happening and it's going to be run so professionally i'm so super excited about it and hopefully we'll be able to continue moving this momentum so that we can build and grow and then have you know more access for me to be able to create content once that website is up and running there will be a portal or like a little submit area where you can submit ideas for this podcast people you think i should interview listen though Um, keep in mind that I don't have access to everyone. And I appreciate those of you who feel I should, but I just, I really don't. So if there's somebody you want me to interview, see if you can find contact information for them, or if you have a direct connection or friend or referral or somebody, considering this is, you know, assuming this is somebody that's like a little more difficult to reach. I'm happy to you know, attempt anybody, but I have to obviously have some kind of connections there. So if any of you have those kinds of connections and you think it'd be great for me to interview, I would love that. That's a slam dunk, easy to do. I can absolutely schedule that. So there will be an opportunity for you to uh, submit ideas for the podcast. There will also be an opportunity for you to submit photos, user photos of where you've been putting your Vax facts, COVID cards, mask facts, flu facts, all of your educational materials, your sticky notes, all the things that you've been placing all over the country and in in other countries as well, I want to see pictures of it. I would love to see just little snapshots that you're taking um, of the way that you are advocating for information and open transparency in this discussion. So there'll be somewhere you could submit there and I'll have like a little um, collage area of all the different photos from across the world of people that have been educating with these, um, with these cards and sticky notes, which will be awesome. So lots of different ways for you to participate, lots of different ways for you to be included, because that's really what it's about. This is not, I don't want to just, you know, put together a a website and here's me and here's all my stuff. I like the engagement, the interaction. That's my favorite thing I love about my social media following. And it's part of the reason why I spend so much time writing back to you guys is because I want to show you that respect I don't want to just post and bail and see later, like I want to engage with you and I want to acknowledge when you've taken time to write a very thoughtful comment, like I can tell, I can tell when people take some time to write a very well articulated, well thought out, beautiful, thoughtful comment, it might just be four sentences, but five sentences, eight sentences, but I can tell when people take that kind of time and I don't want to just look over that stuff. I'm not counting numbers of likes and shares and things like that. I don't care. What I care about is the level of interaction and engagement that I have with this community. And I care about the fact that you are finding this content valuable. So for example, today I shared a personal experience on my social media. And, uh, you know, I mean, most of you should know I'm very transparent. Like I'm very much What you see is what you get. And I don't believe in hiding things. I don't believe in holding back, you know, the honesty of certain circumstances because you want to present yourself a certain way. I've never believed in that. I've been a big believer in the honesty, especially as it relates to things that are emotional. So, I tend to share that stuff when when it happens because again I'm a person too, and while I'm a source of information to most of you, I'm also going through life and going through this experience of 2020 also, and uh, and a human being going through lots of changes in my own life. There's just a lot going on. Uh, I'm, I'm. picking up a new career right now in addition to all of this, by the way, in mortgages um, as a loan originator. So that's something that I've done over the last few months was get my license and get started with a new company. That's its own huge venture um, that I'm doing in the hopes that I can help people. But of course, I have my days. And and today I posted about one of those things. And I'm going to read it to you. And I'm going to explain it just a little bit for context so that you know. Now, the picture, the image says, I cried today. And it's not meant to be an exaggeration. It's not meant to be shocking. It just, I didn't really know how else to summarize kind of what had happened. And so this is what I wrote. I cried today in the middle of the post office. And one sweet woman who works there, who I've only dealt with once before, came out of the booth and gave me a long hug before I left. And then I cried again while she was hugging me. I cried because she was kind, simply because she was kind to me. The amount of anxiety that you have to endure on a daily basis, wondering what kind of interactions you're going to get when you encounter people in today's pandemic world is overwhelming. Wondering what kind of hate and meanness you may receive from people who make awful judgments about you once they see that you are not complying. I can be strong for a bit and some days I am totally unwavering. But then there are days that the glaring becomes too much. The aggression becomes too much. The lack of kindness becomes too much. Especially when you understand you aren't doing anything wrong. Be considerate, they say. The thing is, I'm far more considerate to others as it relates to health than the vast majority of people. I take care of my own health and the health of my children. We are less sick as a result of this conscious effort. We don't require doctor's visits, urgent care visits, or hospital visits as a result. We don't overburden the medical system because we put the effort into optimizing our health. I spend money that could go towards vacations or other things on high quality food instead so that our health is in the best state it can be in. Not being sick means not spreading it to others and not making others sick. And don't buy into this asymptomatic BS. Healthy people are not walking around infecting others. But somehow... They think I'm more considerate if I wear something over my face that doesn't stop the spread of any airborne virus, but also may increase the risk of spreading multiple viruses and bacteria. It doesn't matter that it's not safe for me to wear it, right? Because I don't need to be considerate to myself. I just need to be considerate to others. A guaranteed harm for me and a hypothetical protection for them. Why? I have multiple different medical concerns that make it so wearing a mask is not safe for me. Will I keel over and die from wearing a mask? Probably not. But will it affect my quality of life now? Yes, it will. And for what? So you can feel like I'm doing something to protect you? The last trip to the post office wasn't so pleasant. One of my favorite employees recently retired. The other is out for a few weeks. I wasn't treated very kindly. And I worried about today's trip knowing this. Sometimes it gets to be too much to be the lone wolf, especially because I have anxiety. So thank you to the sweet employee, Naveen, who was an angel today. She restored a little faith in humanity for me. Sometimes just a little kindness from one person can change everything. And sometimes you need to cry in the post office. So that was my post today, this morning. And, you know, every now and then I think to myself, should I not post that? Does that somehow make me look weak? Does that make it look like, you know, I'm trying to get attention by acknowledging this experience? And then the other part of me that came out when I turned 40 was like, I don't give a flying, "Mm, you know what? Because this was my experience. This is how I feel, however, you guys want to take it. There was one person that commented on my Instagram, you must need some likes. That person got blocked in about 2.5 seconds. I have no interest in what anybody thinks about why or what I post. Everybody else who knows me gets me. And this was my experience. And it was honest. And maybe it's a little embarrassing to admit it. I mean, I was literally crying in the middle of the the post office, the middle of the store, and not in a way that you could play off, like in a way that was very obvious. And then I cried more in my car as I got out to my car because then all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, now I'm in a safe place to cry. But I was on my way to work and I couldn't do that, so I kind of had to pull it back a little bit. But why did I post this story? One, because I like to share things with you guys. But two, I know many of you felt the same at different times. I know many of you are feeling the same right now. And you know what? My feelings were confirmed because I had hundreds of comments from people saying they have been there. They were there yesterday, last week, two months ago. They're too anxious and uncomfortable to even go anywhere for fear of what it's going to be like, what kind of pushback, judgment, uh, anger, and hatred, a lack of compassion, a lack of kindness that you're going to get. And all because they think you are being selfish and irresponsible. This is what really bothers me. Like if you want to be driving drunk on the roads and somebody glare at you knowing that you're putting people's lives at risk – I get that. That makes sense because you are. Okay. That's a selfish decision that you are doing that's risking other people's lives. Not wearing a mask is not the same thing. As much as all these pro mask wearers want to think it is, it's not. The science and the data do not support the theory that masks are doing anything to prevent the airborne spread of particles. And yes, COVID-19 spreads through airborne particles more than it does through respiratory droplets. More on that coming in the next episode. So the mask is not doing what they think it's doing. Therefore, me wearing it is also not doing anything. It does not make me a more kind and courteous and considerate human being. It doesn't make me any of those things because it doesn't actually do anything to save anybody else's health. What I do every day to make me a better part of society is I am in charge of my own behavior. I am healthier. I put all of that effort into being healthier for you, for all of you, for all of you out there, for myself too, but also that's what makes me a good member of society. That's what should get you the nice smiles and the thumbs up. And the good job. But it's like we literally live in this upside down world and it's the opposite. And usually I don't care and usually I can deal with it. But you know, there's just some times where that heaviness, before you leave your house, you're already anticipating what kind of experience this is going to be. Worried about if it's going to be something negative. And simply somebody being nice and kind to you while everybody else isn't, a thing that we used to have all the time, now becomes a rare occurrence. And that alone can bring you to tears. How sad is this? How sad is the state we are living in? If I would have just complied I would have gone in there. People would have smiled at me. They would have said, have a great day. They would have thought I was just a great member of society. But because I didn't, it doesn't matter why I didn't. Nobody wants to stop and think maybe there's a reason she can't or doesn't. But simply because I don't, I get the evil part of people that comes out. Meanwhile, like I said, I don't have doctor's visits. I don't have hospital visits. I never have. I am extremely healthy. So I am consistently improving the health of the community around me. And I'm doing the same for my children who are also very healthy and have never had doctor's visits and have never been on antibiotics. They are not the sick kids getting everybody else sick. I am not a sick adult getting everybody else sick. But somehow all that effort, all that work, all that time I've put into it, it doesn't count for anything. And no matter how hard you try to be a good person in society, if you do not follow the narrative, it doesn't matter. And it is so difficult To be on the receiving end of this vitriol when you know you have worked so hard to be a good member of society. It is really, really difficult to tolerate and accept that level of discrimination and hate. And I know there are some people listening to this that are my little troll people that are saying, well, then just wear a mask. Well, that's what you deserve. If you're going to be this, then that's what you... No, the people wearing masks are not even concerned truly with their health. So how are... Tell me this. How is that person being a better member of society than I am? If they're going to just comply but be sick all the time because they make poor choices, how are they a better member of society than I am? If I'm hardly ever sick not getting others sick, not a burden on the medical system, but I don't wear a mask. And in addition to this, at the place I work, there's like a community area. You cannot walk through the community area to get to your office without a mask, but you can sit in the community area for two or three hours without a mask as long as you're sitting at the table with your food or drinks or whatever in the same community area. And you know what their quotation was to me in an email where I contested this? The quotation was, safety is our first priority. Oh, really? So for those two to three hours, people are sitting there completely exposed, laughing, talking with others. There's no risk to safety. But if I spend 10 seconds walking through, somehow I'm putting everybody at risk. There is no logic in these rules. They are arbitrary, they are all over the place. There is no logic here. And there is discrimination without logic to worry every time I walk into that office to see if somebody's going to say something, if I'm going to get in trouble. Now, granted, for myself, I don't care, but you work for a company, then that can come back to you, right? That feeling, that heaviness over something that doesn't make logical sense. Me walking through for 10 seconds is not putting people at any kind of risk, And having to defend yourself over and over and over again gets exhausting. It gets exhausting for me. I know many of you get exhausted. You've told me. You've written to me. But how sad is it, really, that somebody just looking at you with kindness and treating you like a human being is enough to bring you to tears. What have we done? What have we done to our society? And where is it going to go? Where is it going to go from here? Is it going to get better? Are we going to eventually look back at this and say, I can't believe this time existed. Thank God we're not there anymore. Or is it going to get worse? Is this going to lead us down some dark path to a different type of existence? I don't know the answer to that. And you know what? Some days I think one way and some days I think the other. But what I do know is we need each other more than ever. We need each other to be together, to socialize together, to meet up with each other, to encourage each other. Because I got news for you. Somebody listening to this right now is about to break. Many people listening to this right now are about to break. And when you are in the minority of something so polarizing, we've already seen it with the vaccine thing, but you know it's different because that's not something people see. It's not so obvious And it hasn't stopped you from being able to participate in society as much as they've wanted that. This is like we have gatekeepers on our ability to be in society, even though we're doing everything in our power to stay healthy. And even though the fact that that mask does not do anything to stop that transmission, even though that that fact is known in medical literature... It still doesn't matter and you know as humans we just we really do crave that peer acceptance we crave togetherness and connection and some level of acceptance so we need to make sure that we are continuing to meet to be together to connect with other people in person and that we continue to encourage each other and stand side by side with each other Because this does really get heavy on your own. And like I said, there are days you're feeling on fire, you're feeling good, you're unwavering. And then there are days where that's not the case. And I'm not changing my stance on this. And I never will. I can tell you that right now. Even if I crack, even if I break, I will never change my stance on this. And I feel very passionately about making sure I'm protecting my children and not allowing them to be caught up in this just to comply, just to make it easier. I refuse. But that's not to say that it's always easy. It's not to say we don't need that kind of encouragement. And by the way, I didn't post this for my own encouragement. I posted it, again, like I said, to share with you and also... To resonate with those who have had similar experiences so it was really nice and so sweet for so many people to say oh sending you a hug today you know sending you prayers sending you love and that's so sweet that's that's not what I was asking for I wasn't really asking for anything but I wanted to share because I like being transparent with you guys about all things and I was just amazed how many people said that these words were what they feel exactly or that these words spoke to them specifically. That makes me happy. It makes me happy when something that I internalize and express a certain way makes sense to you guys. And even better than making sense, resonates with you where it seems like that's your experience too, and it it was articulating what you thought and what you felt. So I love that. And I hate the fact that we're all experiencing this, but I love the fact that we're on the same wavelength. We're in the same place together. And I think that there is a level of comfort in that. So anyway, that's my episode today. One, I wanted to update you on everything that's going on with the website. And if content is going to be disappearing, there will be a place for me and I will not be going anywhere. So there's going to be a second step here for you. Remember when something's all easy on your Facebook feed, it's easier to stay involved. This is going to require you to go to a third party website to get this information. But if you guys are passionate and invested and committed followers and community members here with me, That's not going to stop you. Let's build this community. Let's make it bigger. That's what I thought to myself. Either I can go bigger or I can completely back down because social media, big tech is censoring everything. Do I go bigger or do I back off completely? Now, I know what they want me to do. This is a time we need true information more than ever. We need each other more than ever. I chose option A, go bigger. In order to do that, I had to create my own landing space, my own platform, my own website, all things that have to do with this kind of information. So thank you guys for supporting me through this process. I really look forward to the subscription Uh, option of this new website. And I hope you guys are going to love that too. And I hope there'll be a lot of support with that. It'll be a way that you guys can contribute to what I'm doing, but also are getting something in return. And so this is going to be amazing. And I really am looking forward to seeing how this all pans out coming up in the next several weeks. And as always, I am continuing to interview different, interesting people talking about different, interesting topics, and I will continue to bring my own personal research and discussion in episodes. I usually try to switch off, if you've kind of gotten the pattern now, I try to switch off every other episode to be an interview, so you're getting plenty of interviews, but sprinkling those in with some of my own discourse. So anyway, hope you love it here. I love that you're here whether you're on my social media podcast, it's all one big family. Join all the elements and we'll move forward together. Thanks for listening to another episode of What They Aren't Telling You. I'll see you next time.